What is up guys and welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host Dylan and if you can't tell <coughs> I've got kind of like a sore throat right now and my voice is a little messed up. That's kind of why I haven't made any episodes in the last couple days. Um yeah it it sucks i hate it um but good the good thing is i'm not like for real sick i just i think it was because i went skateboarding in like 30 degree weather the other day and i was breathing in a bunch of cold air and uh yeah it made me all messed up um oh let me take that off um so yeah the past couple days have been pretty cool uh again just like the more the more observant i get about my life the more i see how my mind is the the main cause of all the phenomena in my life um it's just like so so amazing because like i'm you know again i'm just kind of starting to realize that suffering is optional it really is um you know when something happens you have a choice as to whether it's gonna bring you down or it's not gonna have any effect on you at all and i'm starting to kind of have more like mental resilience you know like i you know like, I realize that if something negative does happen to me, it's not random. It's, you know, most likely, you know, it is a projection of something that was going on in my mind. Uh, like, you know, if somebody is putting me down, it's only because at a prior time before that event occurred I was putting myself down and then it externalized and yeah uh now bear witness to my own mental creation uh so you know it's like making less and less and less sense to even stress about anything or uh worry about anything because it's you know, all of that stress and worry is just going to manifest more of those undesirable circumstances. And, you know, I'm finding that it's like really, you know, why, like I, I've been kind of asking myself, like, why do I even do, why do I even do that stuff to myself? Why do I torture myself like that sometimes? Uh, you know, whenever we're the thing is, like, something negative in our world of circumstances can happen. But once that's done, any lasting effects are just you and yourself, you know? Like, again, say somebody's putting you down or whatever. <clears throat> uh, like, I, it's, to me, it's, like, pretty acceptable to, like, in that moment, like, react to it. But as soon as that event is done, you know, any mental conflict that you're having, 
is simply just you prolonging your own suffering. You know, that's all optional. You don't have to do that. As soon as that event is done, you can go back to being happy and thinking about what you do want in this life rather than extending that that suffering that and you know even when it's happening you don't have to even bat an eye at it you know I'm there's a lot of times now where something won't won't go the way I would prefer it to go and I just don't even react because in the grand scheme of things this this small moment is worthless it doesn't mean anything uh so why even stress about it when it's happening and again like when you're stressing about it any actions you take are going to be coming from a state of stress and anguish and it's just going to cause more problems um so I'm finding that it's perfectly okay to just not even pay attention to anything negative and, um, you know, you don't have to even respond to it. Or, you know, if somebody is coming at you with some bullshit, you don't even have to acknowledge that it's happening, you know? The only person that's saying that you have to respond to that is yourself. And, you know, I'm just finding, like, if something doesn't serve me in this life, I there is no reason for me to even pay attention to it. And so if somebody's coming at me with some bullshit or, <coughs> you know, like, there's a, a guy that cuts me off in traffic or something, you know, I don't even... I don't even have to waste my mental space thinking about it because I know that if I create stress about it, that stress is going to manifest into something that happens later on. And why would I do that to myself when I know when I know that my my mind is creating everything? Why would I create something why would I create something that's not worth my time in my mind if I know it's going to come later? <clears throat> so yeah, it's been it's been quite a breeze lately, honestly. Uh there's times that I catch myself like uh slipping back into like some negativity and I'm like, "Dude, what are you even doing that for? Like this this world is perfect like what what are you what do you think that you're missing or what do you think that you're lacking right now um because again you know like everything you want it's within it's you're not gonna get it anywhere outside of yourself um you know like anything external that brings you joy that joy is not sustainable you know it it'll come it'll do its it's waxing and waning and then it'll leave it'll die and you know if you're relying on something external for your fulfillment in life you're never going to be fulfilled because everything in this world dies everything in this world goes away except you 
you know, you are the one thing that's constant in in your life. You know, you you don't leave yourself. I mean, you can. You can turn your attention away from yourself and focus on the external world of form. But again, you know, it's not you're not going to get any lasting fulfillment or happiness from anything external. Um and you know when we when we want things when we have a desire for something it's not necessarily the thing itself that we want it's more we want a sense of fulfillment in that in that particular area of of life uh say you want a million dollars you know you say you want the million dollars but really you want a feeling of financial security you want a feeling of, you know, I guess power because in this world, I guess money is equal to power, I guess. Um, <clears throat> you know, you don't, when you really contemplate on it, you don't want the money itself. You want what that money represents to you because, again, that money is completely meaningless without without you. You add the meaning to that money. And so, you know, you literally give to the money. The money doesn't give you anything. You give the money this power of giving you joy. And so it does. You give the money this power of uh, being able to buy whatever you want or whatever. And so it does. It's a symbol for a feeling. And that goes for everything in this world. And so, yeah, I'm finding that, you know, it's 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 silly to reach outward for any type of validation or uh, fulfillment in anything. Uh, really, all of that is within. Um you know, like as with the with like friends and stuff, you know, the only time you want friends is when you feel alone, really. Um, but if you were to not feel like you were alone, you would have friends like you would f somehow find yourself in. A position where you have friends because you don't on the inside you're not alone and then that state will externalize and you'll find yourself having friends but you know whenever whenever you reach outward uh like uh, like if you're seeking for validation externally you're never gonna get it you're never going to get it. And you might, but it's not going to be sustainable. It's not going to last. You know, if you're relying on other people to feel validated about yourself or feel worthy or whatever, what happens when those people go away? What happens when they got plans of their own and they have to leave? You know, where where is your validation and your sense of security? Where Where is it now? It leaves with them because you gave them 
that power. You gave them you gave them your sense of validation. You gave you put all of that into something external instead of keeping it in within. And so when they leave, all of that validation goes away. And then you're stuck with this this void. This void that feels like it needs to be filled. But, you know, if you just forget about other people, just forget about anything external, and go within and <clears throat> and validate yourself. You know, validate yourself and feel secure with yourself. And, you know, at that point, it doesn't matter if you have friends or not, but your internal state will be externalized and you'll find yourself with people. Um, yeah, it, it sounds it sounds really weird, but it's true. You know, I can't convince you of it. I can't prove it to you. You have to prove it to yourself. Uh, but it is it is true. Um, you know, I'm I'm just finding that this this world of form this external world you know it's not something separate from you it's not anything separate it is literally your reflection and it you know it doesn't make sense if you identify with this this physical body but you know if you identify with spirit or imagination or consciousness or whatever and you understand that consciousness is the only reality you know you realize that everything is consciousness in a in, in form it's consciousness taking form and you know you right now are consciousness and you're taking on the form of a human being that's your form right now <coughs> or that's the form you identify with i guess um but underneath this this hu this human body, it's just consciousness. And you know, underneath this car that's in front of me, the thing that's holding all that together, that's unifying that all of those pieces, that's consciousness. And so that is a reflection of me, because that's consciousness, just in a different form. Um. So this whole world, this whole entire universe is consciousness taking on infinite forms consciousness itself is formless but it can take on any form um yeah i don't know it's a very strange a very strange uh thing to take in but uh i don't know as you as you dive deeper in it you'll start seeing what i'm talking about but uh yeah so i've had a couple a couple cool uh conscious manifestation things happen lately um <coughs> ooh. uh you know i've been kind of doing the like i've been validating myself internally and uh something that i've i've like started to understand is like once you can be by yourself and not feel alone then you're never alone um 
And so I've been kind of like contemplating on that. And I've been finding myself to just be like, I don't feel alone when I'm by myself. Um, and then I find that, you know, I'm, I've been constantly surrounded by by people and friends and family uh and I don't really have to do anything to make it happen it just does uh because again you know I don't feel alone so I'm not uh so yeah me me and my friend uh Jork and we were hanging out and I think it was either that day or the day before I I was like I'm gonna try I'm just gonna hear a song in my head and when I hear it in my world I'll know that I'll know it I'll know that I created that and um and so there's a song called Ophelia by the Lumineers I don't know why that song was just kind of like first thing I thought of and it's not I haven't really ever heard it play in like a public place or anything so it was like kind of like yeah if this plays after I imagine it like I know what's up and so in my head I was like oh Ophelia or whatever and um and then I just moved on kind of forgot about it um and then my friend Jorgen and I were hanging out and we decided to go out to eat and uh we ended up going to downtown Muskegon to Dr. Rolf's Barbecue, which uh, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. I'm not going to lie. And I'm sitting there eating our appetizer. And all of a sudden, I hear, oh, Ophelia, uh, whatever the rest of the song goes like. And I was like, no way, dude. Like, what are the chances that I imagine that and... You know, I wasn't seeking, I wasn't looking for this song. You know, the thing is, in my mind, I played it and acted like I was actually hearing it. And then I moved on. You know, I acted like that was the actual moment that I was listening to the song. And then... My, I just naturally was compelled to move towards that that physical manifestation of it, where it was reflected in my physical world, and uh, you know I didn't have to make anything happen. I didn't have to look up, oh, what place is playing this song right now? I wasn't stressed out about hearing it. I just had the thought and I let it go, like. Like it was a real experience. Like it actually happened. And then you know. I I didn't feel the need. To have uh, proof of it. Because that desire in me. Was fulfilled in the moment that I heard that song. Um, and so. Then I just walked across this bridge of incidents. Uh, to the fulfillment of that imaginal act. Um, And, you know, you could call it coincidence or whatever, but I know what I did, and it can only happen so many times before it's not a coincidence anymore. Um, So, yeah, there's that, and then, you know, just as I walk through my day, 
my attention is just naturally drawn to things that have entertained me in my mind. Um, and you know, like, it, it, it's cool because the, the thought can be expressed in literally an infinite amount of ways. Like, it is, it, it's unlimited in the ways it can be expressed. So say, say I have a passing thought about a chicken, you know? I'd, I don't really specify anything about it. It's just the, the concept of chicken. <clears throat> and then I'm going about my day. And I naturally just happen to look up. And I see a billboard for Chick-fil-A. Uh, eat more chicken or whatever. Uh, you know, that's like, eh, it could be a coincidence. But then I have a passing thought about... Uh, lawnmowers and then i i just so happened to see a a uh, landscaping business truck pass me on the highway right after i had that thought um and it has a picture of a lawnmower on it you know i don't specify if if i'm the one like operating the lawnmower i don't specify any of that it's just the concept is in my mind and then I, my attention is naturally brought to it later on. And if, I, if, if I'm not specific, you know, that thought can be expressed in any way. Um, and so it's very important to know exactly what you want and, uh, you know, create that thought, create that, that mental action or whatever it is and let it go and then you'll be met with that exact same thing later on uh and again it could be expressed differently uh depending on how specific you are with it but this is just what i'm noticing is uh every single mental creation that i have had come to my awareness is a a solid thing in my world later on. Uh, you know, I can't ever say when or where or how it's going to be expressed, but I just know it is. Um, and so, with this, with this knowledge of it, um, <clears throat> you know, it's very, it's very cool because I can just kind of start having less and less and less resistance towards like you know amazing ideas you know i i know that as soon as i have the thought and i react to it with a feeling like it's real you know cuz a reaction how could you have a reaction to something that's not real you know so if your thoughts are are getting a feeling out of you that thought is a real thing and you know mo the thing is forgetting about it or letting it go completely is like a key part in all of this so most of us you know we're not really aware of our thoughts and how they're making us feel and so we have all these negative thoughts that are getting all these strong feelings out of us. And, you know, the stronger the feeling, the more the more you are basically saying, this is real. 
This is a real thing. So the stronger the feeling you have, the more real it is and the more uh, apparent it is in your life. And so, you know, most of us will go through life and we'll have all of these horrible negative thoughts that are making us feel intensely awful. And then we just forget about it. You know, we don't really pay attention to our thoughts or our feelings. And then all of those same things are being expressed in our world. But most of us, pretty much, I'd say like 99% of people don't recognize that they had the thought of it first. They don't recognize that they they created it in their mind first. And then when they see it, they think it was caused by something external. <clears throat> but that's not the case. That's far from it. Um, but a kind of fun one that I've been doing lately is uh, I started kind of uh, <clears throat> creating the idea that everywhere I go, there is someone that I know. And today, oh my gosh, literally every place that I have gone to today, I've seen at least two people I know in every place. Um, and it's just so cool. It's so fun. Um, like I went to Meyer earlier, which again is like a Michigan version of Walmart or something. Um, a grocery store. I was in there and I saw one person um, that used to work with me, which was very interesting because I was walking through a parking lot, uh, I think the day before, and I saw a truck that reminded me of her truck. And so I had the thought of her and, um, but it wasn't her truck, but I, I was... It was a thought in my mind. She was a thought in my mind. Um, And then I see her in the store. And then I see three people from high school in there. Um, And one of them, I saw him and he was with his girlfriend. And uh, when I saw him, I remembered his ex-girlfriend. So she was a thought in my mind too. And, um, you know, that whole situation went by, I left the store and then I had to come back later because I forgot to pick something up. And then I saw his ex-girlfriend there. Like, you can't make that stuff up, dude. And then I went to, uh, the mall and I saw a friend that I was actually wondering about the, uh, the other day. Uh, I saw him there and we talked for a while and... Um, it was pretty nice catching up with him. I haven't seen him in God knows how long. Um, and then as I was talking to him, another one of my friends from high school walks by and he's like, sup Dylan. I was like, what is going on? (coughs) And then, uh, I go to Barnes and Noble to, uh, just sit down and read and, like three more people that I know are in there. Um, yeah, it's just been like, it's so fun. It's so fun. Uh, 
And you know, the more it happens, the more you believe it, so it becomes even it becomes even more of a solid reality. Um So yeah, it's really fun. Uh just playing with this kind of stuff and seeing what how the how it all expresses itself uh in your world. You know, I I don't go into the store expecting to see anybody I know, but I know that I will. You know, there's a difference between expecting and knowing. Um, in my opinion, ex- expectation is hope, and um, knowing is well, it's just knowing. Uh, it's a fact to you. Um, and so, you know, again, the whole, the whole, uh, gist of these teachings is to assume the state of the wish fulfilled. Well, if your wish was fulfilled, you wouldn't be hoping for anything to happen. You would just know that it's a fact. Um, and so with this, everywhere I go, there's someone I know thing, uh, I don't, hope to see somebody I know, I know that when I go in the store, I will see somebody that I know, and I don't have to worry about it, I don't have to look around, I just know that it's, it's gonna happen, um, and it does, and it's, you know, it's, to me, it's just like, you can't make it up, it's not, I can't explain how it works, nobody can do that, but it works and it's amazing um yeah i don't know <clears throat> uh there was also i i i made a post on uh my reddit page about time uh time you know now is the only time that exists uh and this one guy brought up a question uh and then we ended up getting onto uh something else and he said i have a problem with faith and you know i was like no you don't nobody has a problem with faith we all have all the faith that we need you know we in every area of our life we have faith um and so i i i explained it to him and i made a post about it as well um But basically, faith is just an assumption that you trust without question, without a doubt. Um, And so, you know, I brought up the example that the the poor man has his faith in poverty. Uh, You know, when he thinks of money, he immediately starts thinking of the lack of it in his life. He doesn't question whether he's poor or not. He knows it and he knows that it's a reality for him. But and so he doesn't believe in wealth. He doesn't have faith in in wealth. Um and that's that's literally because he trusts his senses. He trusts that his senses are giving him the full grasp of reality. He says, oh, when I look at my bank account, there's negative $50 in there. 
And he trusts that. He trusts that that is true. Um, but again, you know, you can't be limited by your senses or else you're just always going to be, you're always going to be in this like feedback loop of the same problems over and over and over and over. Um, but on the other hand, the wealthy man, you know, the wealthy man and the poor man are the exact same, but where they, where their beliefs are at, the contents of their mind are different. And so in the wealthy man's mind, when he thinks of money, he immediately starts uh, feeling the, the effects of knowing that he has a lot of it and he is plentiful and abundant. And, um, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't question, am I really wealthy? Do I really have money? No, he has full faith in in wealth for himself. He fully believes that he is wealthy. And so his external circumstances confirm his belief. Um, you know, it's not it, it's not the other way around. It's not Oh, I have a bunch of money, so I'm wealthy. No, it's, I feel wealthy, so I have a lot of money. Um, which, I mean, I guess it can go both ways. That's the law of reversibility. You know, you could, you could work your ass off and make a fortune and then feel wealthy. But if that's true, if an outside circumstance can cause an inward feeling... Well, according to the law of reversibility, an inner feeling can cause an external circumstance. Uh, and so, you know, it's up to you which one you want to choose. You can either labor in vain or uh, get down to the true cause of, of the phenomena of your life, which is your mind. Um, yeah, so, you know, you don't need to build faith in anything you just have to move it around you know and throughout my day I you know you know you believe something when you get a strong reaction to a thought uh so you know the poor man if he imagines himself uh struggling with money he's gonna have a strong feeling about that um, but then if he imagines, imagines himself with a bunch of money, you know, he's just going to think it's fantasy. He's going to think it's just play, uh, you know, not real or whatever. Um, <coughs> so, you know, whatever you feel strongly about, that's what you believe. That is where your beliefs are at, is where, uh, you get the strongest feeling, basically, um, and so, you know, throughout my day now, um, I just kind of listen to my feelings and then I'll, uh, if I have a really strong negative feeling about like a positive thought, I'll be like, well, does this thought, does this, does this thing I'm thinking of bring me, would, if this thing were real, would it bring me happiness and joy in my life? Would it? Would it make my life more pleasurable? And if I say yes, then 
I say, okay, then trust it. Just believe it. Um, and, you know, obviously you're going to have to repeat that process over and over until it's just a natural reaction. You know, you have a natural positive feeling about that positive thought. Um, you know, because repetition is what... It, it, it's what will solidify a belief in your mind. Uh, when you're repeatedly exposed to it and you repeatedly accept it, uh, it overwrites your subconscious beliefs and you rewrite it with those uh, positive beliefs. And again, you know, your beliefs are what you believe you are is what you are. Um, and so as you keep rewriting these beliefs, you know, it's not going to be, you know, there's some, there's sometimes, uh, you know, you know, you believe something when you don't have any resistance to it, when you can think about it and you don't feel like you're lying. You don't feel like. You don't feel like you're trying to make something true. Uh, you know, the thought of it, of that certain thing just comes in and you just like enjoy it and let it go. And you don't stay fixed on it because to you it's true anyway. Um, so you know you believe something when when you don't feel the need to obsess over it or... Uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, uh, like for example, we all believe that we have a body. And so when we say I have a body, you know, you're not like, uh, I don't know if that's true. Uh, you know, that thought just comes in and it's like no big deal. It's just like, yeah, that's yeah, whatever. And so this is kind of what you want to do with your with your desires. You want to make them not important. You don't want to make them a big thing because if you are assuming the state of having what you want already, you know, it's not a big deal. You already have it. What is there to make a big deal of? Uh, like, for example, with my van, I know it's mine. So I'm not like... Throughout my day, if I think about my van, I'm just like, you know, I'm grateful for it. And I'm not like obsessed over it, wondering if it really is mine or wondering uh, when I'll see it next or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, I just have the thought of it and I'm like, yeah, that's my van. No biggie. Um, and then I go about my day. Um, and I'm finding that this is the process for uh manifesting what you want you know you can't you can't make the desire a big deal it has to be like yeah i got it like well, what else is there to it i'm grateful for it but i don't gotta do anything <coughs> um because you know again anytime i've had a thought um and it's, it just comes, does its thing, and then it goes. And then I just, 
you know, don't really feel the need to think about it anymore, then I see it in my world. Um, and, you know, again, uh, a lot of times consciousness is kind of compared to water. Um, and water takes the path of least resistance. And if consciousness is the only reality, then those thoughts that you don't have any resistance towards... They're going to flow right through you and they're going to show up in your world effortlessly because you don't have any resistance as to whether it's a fact or not. You accept it without any force. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of like the backwards law uh, right there where the less you try to do something or have something happen, the, the easier it is. Um, you know, that's why, like, you know, say if I'm skateboarding, if I'm, like, trying to, you know, say I'm doing a manual, which is basically, like, a, a wheelie on a skateboard, if I'm trying to do that, if I'm, like, if I'm, like, really like trying hard to make that happen I'm gonna mess up because I'm gonna overthink it and I'm not I'm not gonna be doing it I'm gonna be trying to do it uh but if I just if I don't make it a big deal it happens perfectly and smoothly every time and you know it's this is why a lot of times like you know, you say you lose your keys. You know, when you're trying to find them, you'd never do. But as soon as you give up, you just stumble across them. Because you're not trying. You're just like, okay, whatever. I'll have them when I have them or whatever. Um, you know, when you stop trying to get something, then you have it. When you stop trying to force things to happen, then they happen. Um, you know, like we we humans, we're we're control freaks. Honestly, we think we can control everything, but honestly, like the only thing you can really control is what what you do internally. You know, what you do internally is the only thing that you could ever possibly control. And you might say, oh, well, I can I can move my arms and stuff, but really, what are you doing? You're making an intention internally to move your hand, and then it just doesn't. You know, you, you yourself aren't doing that. I mean, I guess you are, but... You know, you're not your body. So, you know, really all you do is set intentions and let them play out. That's really all you can do. Um, you know, you can never make anything happen. You can only let things happen. Um, and that's where that's where a lot of people get stuck in life. They think that they can make something happen or make make some 
you know, they think they can control things outside of themselves, but it's impossible. It is literally impossible. The only thing that you have control over is you, yourself. And again, yourself is not your physical body. It is your mind, your imagination, your consciousness, your spirit, whatever. That is the only thing that you have control over. And you control it by saying, I am blah, 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 blah. You, you just make commands. That's all you do. And, you know, to the degree that you believe that command will uh, be fulfilled. What is this guy doing, dude? People are weird. Um, you know... If you take your command that you're making, you know, say I am moving my arm, you know, you don't have any resistance to that. You fully expect that command to be, um, you fully, you know that command will be uh, carried out, basically. <coughs> and so, you know... This is this is like what you want to do with everything else. You know, if you if you want to be wealthy, all you got to do is say I am wealthy and it's done. I am wealthy and then you just go about your day feeling like you are wealthy. You know, feel like your command that you just made is in the process of being carried out right now. You know, take your commands, like, seriously. And, you know, they're not always... It doesn't always have to be in words, either. A lot of my manifestations are... There's no words involved. It's just, like, a mental image with meaning. A concept... A mental concept um, that just flashes in and out, and I go about my way not worried about it. Um... And then it manifests into my world. That command is fulfilled. Um, you know, that's... That's literally... I don't know how to explain it, guys. It's like very... It's very hard to put into words. But this stuff is like... The more I dive into it... The more I realize it's true and... The more I realize that, you know, I've been, we've all been taught lies. We've all been taught just the most ridiculous stuff. Like, you know, we've been taught that there is such thing as scarcity. And, you know, if you believe there is, then there is. But there's not really. There's there's no such thing as lack or uh, scarcity or there's nothing to be afraid of either. But if you if you believe in those things, then they are your reality. But, you know, they're just they're just not true. Uh, but we're taught we're taught them as if they were true. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous you know, say with money, to think that there is a lack of it when it's literally paper that just gets printed off. You know, that logic 
it makes absolutely no sense at all. Um, you know, I, I, I can't understand why they would say that this paper that gets printed off by the same people that are saying that there's a lack of it, like, you know, that it doesn't really make any sense at all. Uh, but, you know, we're all fed those lies and we believe them. And then those lies become truth for so many people. But it's, you can choose to believe it or not. You can either choose to put your faith in poverty or riches. You know, and I believe, I fully believe it's in our nature to be abundant and have all of our needs met. <coughs> you know, I mean, it truly is, like... When you need a breath, there's an abundance of air everywhere. And it's provided to you whenever you need it. When you need food, in nature, there is food everywhere. And it's yours to take when you need it. Um, and you know, there's nothing in this world that's not natural. You know, even all these, like, man-made things, they're all natural they're a product of nature and so these natural laws these natural principles still apply in the world of human constructs you know with money you know we they say oh there's a limited amount blah 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 but really like prove it prove it to me you can't because, again, we're living in imagination. We're living in the mind of God right now. And in the mind of God, there's infinite amounts of everything for every being in the mind of God. Um, so long as you believe it. <coughs> or, you know, it doesn't have to be called God. It could be source or universe or... Whatever you want to call it, it, you know, quote unquote, God doesn't have a name. It's just existence itself. Um, you know, God or source or whatever is everything. So, you know, every time you look at something, you're seeing God making himself visible. Um... You know, when you look down at your body, that's that's God being visible. I, I don't know how if that makes much sense to anybody, but it makes sense to me. Um, and once you once you do understand that, it's like you don't feel like I feel welcome everywhere I go. I feel like I belong everywhere I go. Um, I feel like I am always where I'm supposed to be um, and the people I'm interacting with whether they be negative or positive I am supposed to be having that interaction otherwise I wouldn't be seeing it um, yeah I don't know it's super interesting stuff super duper interesting life changing stuff um, yeah I don't know but I think I'm gonna get this episode. Oh. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna be getting this episode cut off and uh, go get some food because I'm kind of hungry. Um, but yeah, just just 
all my my best advice to you if you really want to like start applying this stuff is to just be aware you know don't don't keep getting distracted by external things just kind of peek in peek inward and be like what am i thinking what am i feeling all day what are these mental images that are coming up um and then you know just observe your world too and you'll find that you know pretty much a hundred percent of the time when your awareness is naturally brought to something it is something that you were brought to awareness of in your mind and you know to change your world you just change your mind really it's all in your mind this whole thing exists within you um yeah i don't know it's uh Awareness is your friend. Awareness is uh, what, like, will show you the way, I guess. Um, and, you know, just be vigilant about yourself. You know, if you catch yourself thinking about something you don't want to experience, then cut it off right then and there. Don't even question it. Just cut it off and start thinking about something that you do want. Start thinking of something lovely and you know, feel as though the thought was the actual thing itself, like it was a real thing, and, you know, don't, don't try to force nothing, just let it come, let it go, and go about your day, and just all day, just be, be on watch with what you're doing with yourself, and you'll find that your world just gets more and more interesting and more and more engaging. Um, you know, I have literally, you know, I've been so in tune with the present moment that my days literally feel like, I don't know, like today has felt like at least like a year, like I don't know. Like every moment is just filled with so much detail and so much, you know, so many things are coming together to create this present moment. And, you know, when you're not distracted by just stupid garbage, you know, and you can pay attention to this present moment, you know, you really understand that there is abundance everywhere you go. You know, right now I'm in the Meyer parking lot. There's so many lights and colors and shapes and cars and people and stores and signs and just an infinite amount. Like I can't even count the amount of details that are in front of me right now. <coughs> and, you know, it's I can just sit here and get lost in all of these details and, uh, you know, I've been just doing that lately and it's like my days just feel like they're extended and multiplied in length uh, because, you know, it's kind of like time just freezes when you're when you're in the present moment. You know, again, time ain't real anyway, but it, I don't know, just being aware of the present moment instead of like you know worrying about the future or stressing out about the past 
um, it's like you just get this whole different like experience of of life and it's like I don't know like I'm only 20 years old but I feel like I'm I've been existing forever and ever and ever and ever um and it's amazing uh but anyway I'm gonna get this uh episode cut off and go get some food and try not to freeze in the van tonight. It's getting super cold. Uh, but yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And again, I've got the listener support on on Anchor. Um, I think you got to go through the Anchor app or website or whatever to, to donate to that. But uh, I'm not asking for you to donate. But it is an option. <clears throat> if you if you feel like it um and i i still have the reddit page up uh r slash conscious creation club i know it sounds kind of corny but i like the name so uh get with it and um yeah if you like this podcast if you learn something from it like please please just share it with somebody um because you never know uh it might click for some people it might not uh but when it does click it's like life-changing stuff and that's my mission here is to raise myself up and bring everybody who listens to this with me uh so we can just make the world a better place and have the lives that we want um and just have fun just you know have fun and be free. Um, but yep, until next time, have a good time. However long that time may be, just make it good. And uh, I love you and I appreciate you and you're awesome. And I'll see you later. Peace.